And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, July 5th edition. Hope everybody had a fun and safe 4th of July. We're back at it, heading into the weekend, 13 games on tap tonight. So it will be a good one. we got a lot of high totals per the usual. Eight of the 12 totals released at this moment are nine or above. We have 18 totals above five and a couple just below five. So more and more offense to be had as usual. If you have any questions, go check out QuantEdge.com. Great fantasy baseball DFS site right now. They have football ramping up. It's where they started last year. Basketball, so much more to come at the Quantage. Some cool stuff coming down the way over there. And if you want to get the rest of the MLB season package for $10 off, $74.99, use promo code Bubba. Get your first month of the All Sports for $19.99 with promo code Bubba or a five-day trial for 5 bucks. Go check it out at QuantEdge.com. Also, before we get started, if you can give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd truly, truly appreciate it. It would help out a ton with the podcast. All right, your totals on this slate. Royals Nationals, 10. Brewers Pirates, 10. Orioles Blue Jays, 10. Waiting on Red Sox Tigers because the Tigers are keeping, you know, it's Carpenter, it's Soto, it's Carpenter. So regardless, it's a crappy lefty. That's what you're getting from Detroit tonight, plus that wonderful bullpen. So Boston, check. Uh, Yankees Rays, 8.5. Phillies Mets, 8.5. Marlins Braves, 10. Anaheim Houston, 9. Rangers Twins, 10.5. Rockies D-backs, 9. A's Mariners, 9.5. Padres Dodgers, 8.5. Cardinals Giants, 8.5. So again, all the offense in the world. But one thing you guys need to keep in mind, it's the summer of the pop-up storms, it sounds like. Across the Midwest and the Northeast, we have Kansas City at Washington, 15 to 20% chances of of rain. It's super warm and humid. It's a great hitting environment to watch the rain. Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, same thing, 20 to 25% chances of rain, but very warm and humid. Great hitting environment. Uh, Philadelphia and the Mets, 10% chances. Boston, Detroit, 25% chances. Miami, Atlanta, 25% chances. So keep an eye on those games. They're low chances, but as we remember, so, so, see, seems like yesterday in that White Sox game earlier this week. It seems so low, yet one pop-up storm just parks its fat ass on the field and boom, game over. So keep that in mind when you're checking it out. All right, pitching on this slate, you got five guys over 9500 bucks. Justin Verlander, 12000 at home against Los Angeles Angels at Anaheim. Obviously a really, really good play. Anaheim does not strike out a ton. Verlander strikes out a ton of players. Pick your poison, your yin to your yang. Uh, the Angels had the third lowest team total, 3.73. Lefty's 232, righty's 305. I think it's a fine play. It's a really good play. I think I like some other plays to save a few dollars. So Verlander's on the list if you need him, but he's below these other two guys on my list. You got Jacob DeGrom at 11-3. He's another really good play, but I'm passing. I respect the Phillies' bats. I'll pass it. If those two guys go off, if Verlander and DeGrom go off, I'll tip my cap, but I'm going to have better bats to use than my opponents because Clayton Kershaw is 10-7. At home against the San Diego Padres. Yes, Kershaw is not great this year. He's faced the Padres twice, averaging about 18 points per game. At home, he's got a 2680 RA, averaging about 22 points per game. His most recent home starts 28 8 against the Giants, 22 against Chicago, 24 against Philly. So he's rounding into form. It's not the Kershaw of old. We know that. But he's also $10,700 in a phenomenal matchup against the San Diego Padres, a team that strikes out over 26% of the time versus left handed pitching. Kershaw. 23% K rate, 51% ground ball rate. San Diego is the, the second lowest team total, 3.5. Lefties, 277. Righties, 312. If you want to use San Diego just like last night to be contrarian, go for it. You saw the risk. The reward was not there last night. Maybe it is tonight. 
But Kershaw, 10-7, very much in play. The other guy I like up here at 9,500 and above is Masahiro Tanaka, 9,500 at the Tampa Bay Rays. He's faced Tampa three times this year. 22 innings pitched, 10 hits, one earned. That was a solo home run. One walk, 23 strikeouts. He has a complete game shutout against him. He's averaging over 33 points per game against the Rays. Last time he faced him was that shutout, 47.5 points. Prior to that, he threw a 23.7, six shutout innings against Tampa. So he's been very, very good. His only run he gave up was in Tampa on a solo homer. But he's got big-time strikeout stuff. Uh, Tampa Bay strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Tanaka, 21% carry this year is down from normal, but still the 11% swinging strike rate is is outstanding. That's what you expect with Tanaka and a splitter. Uh, 47% ground ball rate. Tampa Bay's got a 4.2 team total. Lefty's 319, righty's 287. So I, I, I like I like Tanaka quite a bit at 9,500 bucks. It, it's always risky because could give up a few home runs. Hopefully they're solo, but uh, the upside's definitely there with Tanaka Sun at 9,500 bucks. So 9,500 and above. I got Kershaw one, Tanaka two, Verlander three. As you drop on down, I think a popular play tonight. He's a very good play. Is Eduardo Rodriguez at 8,700 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. He get through six innings of one earned run, seven K ball against Detroit earlier this year for 26. Point five points. Usually he's a little rocky on the road, but his last few road starts at Minnesota, 23-2 at Baltimore, 21-6 at Kansas City, 23-2 at Houston, 21-9. So his last four road starts have been outstanding, much different than the Eduardo Rodriguez of old. And he faces a Detroit team that strikes out 25.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So big, big ups to Erod tonight. Um, lefties are hitting 337 off Erod, righties 301. When you look at Detroit, a 305 Wobe and a 149 ISO is dreadful. First left-handed pitching. So as long as Erod's not walking, guys, and the walks have decreased throughout the season, he's a phenomenal play at 8,700. I imagine quite a chalky play, but a really, really good play at that price point. You can give Dylan Bundy a chance at 81 if you like. You know he's going to give up runs. You know he's going to give up home runs. But he also gets you strikeouts because Toronto strikes out 24.5% of the time. So it's kind of a pick-your-poison there. Toronto does have a 5.2 team total. Lefty's 308, righty's 318. And Toronto only has a 306 Woba versus right-handed pitching. So Bundy's GPP relevant at 81. Not my favorite play by any means. But on a slate like this, if you want to get really weird, you can go to some Dylan Bundy. I kind of like some Toronto bats because they'll be a little cheaper than some others. But at the same time, I understand the Bundy infatuation. The last guy up here is Dakota Hudson. $7,600 at the San Francisco Giants. Um, you know, Dakota doesn't doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. That's his biggest bugaboo. And uh, it's, it's very up and down with him. But um, the upside's been there of late. Big ground ball guy. The Giants offense has heated up quite a bit. But you look at Dakota Hudson. The Giants strike out 22% of the time versus righties. Dakota only has a 16% K rate, but a 61.5% ground ball rate. So it's a little of this, a little of that with Dakota Hudson. Uh, the Giants have a 4.2 team total. Lefties 396 off Hudson. Righties only 289. And the Giants had a huge weekend, uh, three-game series in San Diego. Huge. Um, but let's see if they carries over back in San Francisco. Lefty's 299, righty's 165. So Hudson in play. Not a huge strikeout guy. Maybe more cash than GPP, but in play. So in this mid-tier range, I got Erod 1, Hudson 2, Bundy 3. Pretty much Erod is the only one I really want to have to use here. But I'll go to Hudson if I have to. Lastly, there are some options down below. I actually don't mind any of these three guys. They're always risky because of the price point. But in the grand scheme of things, I have no problem just mixing and matching these three guys and rolling the dice with the bats. I really don't. Uh, Brett Anderson of the Oakland Athletics, $7,000 at 
The Seattle Mariners, Anderson is much better on the road this year. He's faced Seattle twice this year, averaging 15 points per appearance. And he's been really good of late outside of one hiccup against Tampa. At L.A., 25. Against Tampa, minus 14. But then Baltimore, 18-8. At Tampa, 13. At Texas, 13. Give me 13 plus. Is Seattle start six and a third, five hits, one earned, four walks, four Ks for 18-3. Give me 12 plus, 13 plus. He's shown big time upside there. Facing a Seattle team that, um, where are you? Strikeout 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Anderson, not a big strikeout guy. That's his biggest thing, a 12% K rate. Not good, Bob. But a 52% ground ball rate. And Seattle, the fact they strike out 25% of the time should help a little bit as well. Um, and you have a Seattle team with a 4.5 team total. It's like middle of the pack for a $7,000 pitcher. Lefty's 315, righty's 366. Seattle 318, Woba 182 ISOs. That's pretty good. Not great, but good. But at $7,000, there's upside there with Brett Anderson indeed. The one I really like, and it's it's going to sound crazy, and you're going to think I'm drunk at uh, almost 6 a.m. Pacific time, but I'm completely sober, stone cold sober. Drew Pomerantz, $6,800. At home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Palm's been good at home. A 3.53 home ERA, averaging 15 points per game compared to a 9.76 road ERA. Big splits, folks. His last few home starts 20.5 against Arizona, 25.1 against Colorado, 20, 20.5 against Milwaukee, 22.9 against the Dodgers. Last four home starts, outstanding. And there's some big boy offenses that came through town in those ones. So he's really liking pitching in that ballpark. Now you get a St. Louis team that strikes out 23% of the time versus lefties. Pomeranz, 26% K rate, 37% ground ball rate. And you look at St. Louis, a 4.3 team total. It's the seventh lowest on the slate. And Pomeranz is 6800 bucks. Lefty's hitting 343, righty's 341, but that's that's skewing in the home and the road there. So it's a little different. And you look at St. Louis, 316 Woba. That's okay. But a 169 ISO versus lefties, and now you're in that ballpark. There is a lot to like with Drew Palm at 6800 bucks in this matchup. And then last but not least, I expect this to be a very popular play, and the price tag is throwing me off in a big, big way. But Julio Tejeron, $6,600 at home against the Miami Marlins. I am not sure what's going on there. Uh, Tejeron, a 3.08 home ERA, averaging 16 points per start. And it is two starts versus Miami this year, 12 innings of shutout ball with 9Ks. He's averaging 22 points in appearance against Miami. His last three starts have been butt. Uh, 5.5 at the Mets, minus 8.8 at Chicago, minus 3.6 against the Mets. Okay, but then 16, 25, 19, 7, 19, 19, 16. You take those last three starts out. I know you can't just pick and choose what you want, but that was two against the Mets and one at Wrigley. And a pretty windy game, if I remember correctly. So you take those three starts out. Other than that, it was uh, six of seven were like 16 or higher. That's outstanding for 6600 bucks. He's owned the Marlins this year. He's pitched great at home, watched the weather like we talked about earlier. But I'm just, I was baffled by this price when I was starting to take my notes last night. Uh, Miami strikes out 24% of the time versus righties. Teheran almost 21% K rate, 40% ground ball rate. I was really, really confused by this one. Miami, a 4.3 team total. You know, it's, it's like ninth uh, lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 339, righties 330. But you look at Miami yet again, a 299 Woba and a 131 ISO versus right-handed pitching. I am not sure what's going on there. Obviously, or not obviously, but you'd imagine one of these three guys down below are going to get hit. That's just the, like the process of baseball these days. But I like taking my chances with them. And like Pomeranz, Tehran combo, I like a lot. I'm, I'm curious to see what ownership looks like. And that's what the Quant Edge has. They have a great ownership tool uh, that, that, that comes out later in the day. But I am very curious. 
So when I rank down below, I got Pomeranz one, Tehran two, and Anderson three. All three are in play. Like if you want to mix them with the the Tanakas, the Kershaws, the Erods. Ideally, what I want these are the, these are the guys I'm looking at. I'm looking at Tanaka, Erod, Kershaw, and I'm looking at Pomeranz, Tehran, Anderson. That's the six pitchers I'm trying to group together tonight and mix and match there. However, I need to fit my bats because there's going to be a lot of bats. There'll be value. There'll be other ones you just want to attack because they're in phenomenal spots that are a little more expensive. But lots of bats because of all these runs that are getting scored these days. Speaking of bats, let's get at him. Catcher's position. You got the likes of Gary, Gary Sanchez against Brendan McKay. Brendan McKay versus the Yanks will be a fun one to watch tonight. But uh, I'll, I'll sit out that one with Gary. But Christian Vasquez versus Carpenter or Soto. DK has Carpenter. My other side has Soto. So either way, again, crappy lefties and the bullpen. Vasquez has been playing great. 4300 bucks. you're paying up, that's your guy. Otherwise, you drop down to Chance Cisco at 4K against Stroman. Stroman's still questionable. That could be scratched throughout the day. If it's scratched, it's even a better matchup, most likely, for Cisco. So 4K for Cisco is a decent look as well if you're paying up at catcher. But you really don't need to always pay up at catcher, as we've talked about many times on the show. Jason Castro at 38, good spot there versus Adrian Sampson at home in many. Uh, but Josh Fegley at 37 versus Kikuchi. Kikuchi's been dog poop, like really, really bad. Uh, when you look at the Oakland A's, they're going to have a good total on tonight's slate. A total just below five. They're one of those ones. There's, I mentioned all that. There's eight above five. There's three at 4.95 or higher. So you can almost say 11 at five or higher. And the A's are one of them at a 4.96 total. Lefty's 306. Righty's 354 off UC Kikuchi. So a guy like uh, Josh Fegley at 37, very much in play in this one. So the catchers do have some good options up top, but you don't always have to go up top. I know I keep saying that there's options up there, and it'll differentiate yourself because punting catchers is new. It's you know the new hipster thing to do. Everyone's doing it, so maybe it won't be hipster much longer. But uh, they are an option. But when you drop down to like the 3K and below area, still a few spots here. Danny Jansen, the beast from the East. I tweeted about him a lot I've, in the preseason. I was a huge guy, fan of his. He sucked. He really did. But then I tweeted about him yesterday morning when I was doing my write-up. Found some cool stats about him. What's he proceed to do? I'm going to go three for four, double dong, double 35 points. He's got 35, 16, 26, 0, 16, 3, 24 over his last, like, seven games. He's 3K versus Dylan frickin' Bundy. When you look at the Google Sheets that are over at the FantasySportsDGens.com and the Fantasy Sports DGen Slack chat, which is free to join if you so choose. If you play NASCAR, I recommend it. And if you play any sport, I recommend it. But the boys are cranking up the NASCAR. But when you look at the uh, the top uh, value plays on the slate, projected value, Danny Jansen is number one with the bullet. Um, we're still we're still trying to fine tune what the uh, you know if, if the point projections are right or anything. But the va- the value plays on pitching and hitting, I seem to come through very good. And it's kind of a running tab over the last fourteen days. So if the guy's hot, he'll come in with more value based on his price. But price point, how they're playing, matchup. Uh, Danny Jansen looking at the sheets, the top value at catcher at 3K, and it's hard to argue it. Uh, the way he's playing right now, he should be 4K or above. So Danny Jansen at 3K, enjoy it while you can. You got Martin Maldonado at 3K. Hard to not play Danny Jansen if I'm playing there, even though he'll probably be chalky. But 13-game slate might stretch it out a bit. Uh, other options for you, you got like Johnny Luke versus Verlander, probably not going there. Probably not tonight. But... Um, you know, you'll you'll find your 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 cheapies, your um, your Jeff Mathis's of the world, and a few others. John Hicks, I've been I've been using a little bit. He's two K. Um, he's not having the year we've expected from John Hicks. He's hitting a buck eighty nine, seven and ten in his last two. The upside's always been there with Hicks. We know who I hit last year. He's actually pretty good. So he's one of those. If you're going to punt, I'd almost rather punt him at two K than than uh, Jeff Mathis. But both are two uh, K punts if you need them. First base. 
Josh Bell versus Zach Davies. Oh, my Atlanta. Pray for Zach. That's a that's a rough one there, kiddo. Uh, total 4.95 for Pittsburgh. Lefty's 360. Righty's 309. Yes, Josh Bell. Boom shakalaka. Freddie Freeman's also in a great spot. Loved him yesterday. He went to Poundtown, so a uh, good spot again. We got Matt Olson, lefty-lefty, but uh, he's a good GPP play. I don't hate that at all. Uh, a few other ones to take a peek at. You got the likes of uh, Max Muncy hits lefties just fine. He's 4,500 versus Lauer. That could be a good one. Hunter Dozier against Voth at 44 is good. Voth's had one really good start, one pretty blah start. So you got Kansas City heading into uh, Washington, a good hitter, hitter environment tonight. Kansas City will be overlooked. Not saying they're a great play because they suck, but uh, there's something to keep in mind, especially guys like Hunter Dozier who hits righties very, very well. You know, Kansas City has a 321 Woba and a 172 ISO for random pitching. That's not bad. That's that's decent. That's good. So Hunter Dozer at 44 is an interesting play for you there. Uh, Matt Adams, not sure if you guys have been paying attention at home. Crushing baseballs. I saw a stat yesterday watching the Reds game for a bit. In the month of June, I believe it was, or since no, since June 15th, Matt Adams has seven home runs. That's good for like fifth best in the National League. He's crushing baseballs, averaging 8.2 over his last 10. Uh, and a good spot there versus Mitch Keller, who you can definitely take advantage of. Washington has a 5.65 team total, currently third highest on the slate. Lefty's 361, righty's 334 off of Keller. So Matt Adams at 43, good cheaper option on the slate. Michael Chavis went deep yesterday, 42 versus Soto or Carpenter, whoever shows up for Detroit. That's a good play as well. So as usual, on these deeper positions, you don't have to pay up. There are options down here in the low 4K range. Few other ones to take a peek at. CJ Cron's only 4K. Yuli Guriel's only 4K. Those are both really good looks there. Uh, Guriel probably popular after his recent run, but I, I wouldn't hate it. You know, keep running that hot streak. You're facing Ramirez of Anaheim. You can definitely take him deep if you need to. So those are good looks there. Um, other than that, like Justin Smoke at 37 is very much in play versus uh, Dylan Bundy. That's got some upside. We mentioned lefties versus Hudson. Brandon Belt at 37. I'd rather take the better hitting environment, better matchup for Smoke at 37. Rowdy Telez at 35, another good one if you're looking to save a few bucks. So the uh, the Toronto guys, Telez and Smoke, very good values on this slate if you need to save some cash at first base. Second base, DJ the Mayu keeps getting it done. That's fine. But Lourdes Gurriel at 53 versus Bundy, smash spot. Smash spot. Great spot for him there. Uh, Howie Kendrick's not bad if he's in, in the lineup. Uh, Moustakas, it's lefty. He's just fine. 4800 bucks versus Brault. Uh, Milwaukee, 505 team total. Lefty's 323. Righty's 351 versus Brault. Really good spot there for Moose. I love me some Jeff McNeil. People don't like paying for Jeff. He's second base outfit eligible versus Velasquez. Averaging over 10.6 his last 10. 14-6, 22-18 over his last four. Vinny V can be dominating. He can also be a complete disaster. The Mets have a 5.06 team total. Lefty's 343. Righty's 329. I think on a slate like this, Jeff McNeil gets way overlooked. He should be a cash game staple with GPP upside in this matchup versus Vinny V at 4,700. Uh, Whit Merrifield, not bad at 46. I try to get up to Jeff McNeil if you can. But like Kevin Bijou at 44, very GPP relevant. I was a big fan of him yesterday. Really, I was impressed by his plate discipline. I, I never paid that close attention to it. Very impressive. Uh, 25 walks on the season for the kid. He's got, got a 379 OBP. Um, very impressed with what I saw there from him. He went 0 for 2 yesterday, scored a run, but he walked three times. Got you eight points. Not you wanted more than that, no, no doubt about it. Hitting cleanup, but again, he'll probably be hitting cleanup again tonight versus Dylan Bunny. He's averaging over 10.2 his last 10, 8, 7, 10, 21, 0, 22, 9, 15. Outside of that zero, he hasn't killed your lineup. He has 
couple kind of what you want more spots, but for 4,400, middle of the order versus Dylan Bundy, that's got some tremendous upside there with Kevin Biggio, second base outfield eligible, so keep that in mind later tonight. Michael Chavis again, first base, second base eligible at 42. Good play for you there. Ozzie Albies hit one. It was good. Hit one on top the chop at the chop house in Atlanta last night for 4,100. Good spot for him tonight. Kel- Keston Hira at 4K is very good as well. I'd almost rather have Albies or you got 4K, you got Jose Altuve. Altuve still getting no love. I know he's not having the multiple multiples, but 0, 25, 13 in his last three. He's too cheap at 4K. He really is. That's a great cash game play as well if you're not paying it for McNeil. Uh, you got Ruben Odor who doubled on yesterday. You got Michael Pinata tonight. That's a good GPP play at 39. Uh, Kiki Hernandez versus the lefty Lauer at 38. It's got some appeal to it as well. Uh, there'll be tons of options on this slate. Luis Arias at 37. Good look here. Averaging 7.5 over his last uh, 10. He's hitting 414 on the year. Just it's mainly all singles. You need him to score some runs. But 3,700 does give some salary relief in that matchup. Then other than that, just check your lineup. There'll be a lot of options. You know, like Hanser Alberto's down here. You got Yaro Munez, Colton Wong. They're not great plays, but they're, they're salary relief if you need them. Even uh, Hernandez of Boston's 3,300 versus Carpenter. He went deep last night. Marco Hernandez, not a great play, but he's hitting 317 in a short run here. He's 3300 bucks for his Carpenter or Soto. If you need some serious salary relief, Marco Hernandez is not a bad one on this slate, especially if you're you know stacking Boston and you want to get weird. You got the back of that lineup with JBJ, Marco Hernandez. You can d- differentiate yourself quite a bit. You still get a piece of one of the top offenses on the night in a smash spot. Third base, hey guys, guess who it is? Guess who it is? Guess, 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 guess. Rafael Devers, fifty five hundred bucks. Yep, Rafael, mother effing Devers. He uh, he he welcomed us on the Fourth of July with a home run and a twenty three point night. Rafael Devers, I might have to get a jersey. I might have to get a. He might be our quick hit boy of the year. Uh, he might just be that guy. I I'm smitten. I'm smitten with Rafael Devers, fifty five hundred. Um, Escobar against Sensatella, not bad either at 53. Rendon at 52 is a really good spot because I think he'll go overlooked. I think people will try to get up to Devers because I think they're finally realizing they, they're seeing the light. That great 80s song, I saw the light. They're seeing it with Rafael Devers. If I was good at any type of media work, I would make a music video and put his face on the sun. That's what I would do. So if anybody's smart out there, make it happen. But uh, Rendon at 52, good stuff there. Matty Chapman at 49 versus Kikuchi. Sneaky good play there. Kikuchi again. Dog poop. And Chapman at 49, very, very solid there. But Bregman at 45 is a nice salary relief versus Ramirez. Uh, I don't mind that at all. Houston's got a 5.3 team total. It'll be Ramirez and then Felix Pena. Pena gives up a lot of fly balls. And lefties are at 385, righties 307 on Pena. So there is upside with Houston. I think um, they've kind of let people down a lot this year. But Bregman at 45, that's that's some good value on this at this position. Uh, Hunter Dozier mentioned him at 44 already. Machado versus Kershaw, GPP relevant at 43. Very good GPP play if you want to differentiate yourself. But if you want to save some cash, Yuli Gurriel at 4K mentioned him already. Colin Moran at 4K. That's a great play for Zach Davies. We mentioned how lefty smashed Davies. These are the kind of games that Moran jumps off the page in a GPP or just some salary relief at 4K. I don't hate that at all. That's uh, some good salary relief. Uh, Justin Turner at 39 versus Lauer is not bad. I think... I think um, Turner is like a safer floor, but Moran's got some much more upside for 100 bucks more. Uh, Vladito's only 38 versus Bundy. That's a GPP play for Shizzle. Uh, we know we know it can be very frustrating with Vladdy at times, but the upside is big there at 3,800 against Bundy. Another night like Adrianza, Seeger, Alberto. Again, there's there's options down here that we'll have to see what lineups come out with and make it happen. 
Shortstop Trevor Story at 54 is not bad. He owns Zach Granke, owns him home and away, owns him, owns him like the U.S. owns the Britons now, you know, July 4th, yesterday, amen, Independence Day. Um, so Trevor Story at 54 is worth a look. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., interesting GPP play, but I'd pay 100 bucks less, give me some X to the zizzle. Xander Bogarts, 5,100 versus whatever combo of garbage Detroit throws out there. So Xander Bogarts very much in play at 51, and he gets overlooked quite a bit. In that boss. Everyone goes to the big boys in the outfield. I get it. But Xander's very good. He hits third in that lineup, so he drives the big boys in. Adalberto Mondesi at 46, not shabby, but Dansby Swanson. What a game he had last night. Double donged, double 39 DraftKings points. He's hitting lefties and righties. I said it on the pod yesterday or one of these days. They all blend together. Uh, but he's hitting it really well. 4,500 versus Yamamoto. I, re- I love what Yamamoto's been doing. He's looked great. But uh, Swanson at 45 in a very hitter friendly environment in Atlanta tonight. Keep that in mind. Jorge Polanco at 45 is a great play. Again, Bregman's at 45. So some good looks in this $4,500 range here at the shortstop position. Uh, Machado, 43, is relevant. Didier Gorius, if you want to fade McKay at 41, is GPP interesting. But I'd rather save 100 bucks. go to Marcus Simeon. He double-donged yesterday for 36 points. Hits lefties very well. Very, very well. So I like some Simeon versus Kikuchi at 4K if you're saving some cash at the position. A few others, Miguel Rojas up to 3700 not a bad play at that price point. Uh, Tim Beckham loves lefties, he's 36 if you're not using Anderson. JT Riddle's up to 34 that's a pretty good look in this matchup versus Teheron. And then again, we'll see what lineups come out, but there'll probably be a couple other savings as well. Outfielders was loaded, loaded. Yellick is good, Blackman is not bad, but Gallo at 56 versus Pineda, that's really intriguing. So is Juan Soto at 54 that might be one of my favorite plays up here. Soto just gets no love and just crushing baseballs at 5,400 versus Mitch Keller uh, or Brad Keller. That's a big one there. I do like Lourdes, uh, Guriel, Ronald Acuna is good, but that uh, that Soto price tag standing out, staring me in the face. George Springer, Nelson Cruz, not shabby at all, but like Mookie Betts in only 5K versus Detroit is very, very solid as well. Uh, Trout in the GPP versus Verlander. Trout's hitting home runs everywhere right now, so that'd be a fun matchup to watch. But like Starling Marte at 49 will get overlooked. Versus Zach Davies, keep him in mind for you. Jeff McNeil at 47, we like that quite a bit. Uh, Brian Reynolds, really good spot versus Zach Davies at 47. If you're stacking Pittsburgh, don't sleep on Brian Reynolds. Uh, Max Kepler versus Sampson at 47 is a solid, solid play as well. We get our Jordan Alvarez back because we got the DH back tonight. He's 4,600 in a good spot there against Anaheim. Austin Riley at 45, not bad. If you're stacking Atlanta, don't forget him. But Kevin Bijou at 44, I like quite a bit. Nomar Mazar in a GPP at 44 is intriguing as well. Uh, Michael Conforto at 43, big upside there versus Velasquez. Again, lefties versus Velasquez. Good upside there with Conforto to go to, go deep in that one. Uh, Mark Kana hits lefties really well. He's 4,300 bucks versus Kikuchi. If you're stacking the A's, he could be a, a sneaky one in that one. But Bryce Harper... It, it's DeGrom, so if you don't want to go there, I get it. But Bryce Harper is heating up. Averaging 11.2 over his last 10. He had 19 last night. 19, 16, 0, 30 over his last four. Bryce is getting going, boys and girls. 4200 bucks, Get him nice cheap. C. Dick at 42. Lorenzo Kane at 42. Both guys that are kind of struggling, but have GPP upside in stacks. Stacks, not one-offs. Uh, Austin Meadows at 41. Uh, good luck there versus Tanaka in the GPP as well. Farther down you look, though, uh, don't forget Calhoun and Buxton if you're stacking those teams against Pineda and Sampson, but they're not must-plays at all. Nick Castellano swinging a hot stick at 4K versus uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. If you want to get weird, you can go there. Um, Cincinnati is really, really bad. And Arizona, 
We haven't talked about him nearly enough. I mentioned Marte. I mentioned Escobar. Um, Adam Jones is here. When you look at Arizona, they have a 5.23 team total. Lefty's 386. Righty's 332 versus Sensatella. So Adam Jones at 4K. Arizona's going to get way overlooked on the slate. And, and I just said their team total. Hell, it's the fifth highest team total at the moment. And I really think they get overshadowed on this slate. So not a must play, but that's something to keep in, keep in mind as the day goes on. When we kind of break things down a little more uh, and we see lineups, Arizona can be sneaky because Sensatella is really, really bad. Really bad. So Adam Jones at 4K is a good guy to keep in mind later tonight. Um, Ramel Lariano at 4K got some upside there versus Kikuchi. He's been flexing the flexing the muscle of late, so I like that quite a bit. Um, Anthony Santander at 39, some value versus Stroman. Don't hate that. Neither Nick Marcakis at 49, both good value plays there for you. Uh, JBJ's 39. You can take a look at him if you so choose. But like Jorge Soler, good GPP play at 39 versus Voth. Very good GPP play. Fred, uh, Fran Mill Reyes, the Franimal at 39 in the GPP. I don't hate that either. Alex Dickerson will be hitting in the Giants lineup at 39 versus Dakota. You can get to Dakota with lefties. Dickerson's been swinging a good stick of late for the Gigantes. Went deep his last game out for 14 points. His last few starts, 14, 5, 2, 19. So boomer bust type guy with Dickerson at 39. A couple others here. Uh, Crush Davis is 38 versus a lefty. He's going to wake up here sooner than later, so keep him on the radar. Uh, super GPP play is Granderson at 37 versus Teheron. Uh, you can look at him. Cole Calhoun's cheap at 36, but it is Verlander, so keep that in mind. Jose Martinez, Tyler O'Neill at 36 in great, and, uh, in AT&T. So check your lineups. Lots of options down here, as you'd expect offensively. All right, recapping your pitching real quick up top. Kershaw, Tanaka, Verlander. In the middle, Erod, Hudson, Bundy. Down below, Pomeranz, Teheron, Anderson. Again, I love the three down below. And then a combo of Erod, Tanaka, Kershaw, Six pitchers, mix and match, find the cash line. Looking at stacks, Boston versus Detroit is going to be a smash spot. That's a very, very good spot. Uh, Minnesota's in a good spot versus Samson. But Atlanta, uh, the weather there is going to be very hitting conducive, so I like that quite a bit. But Boston and Washington are one of my two favorite. Those are two of my favorites on this slate. Washington versus Brad Keller should be fun. Um, Houston, not bad. Arizona's going to get way overlooked. I'm going to look more into Arizona. That can be intriguing. Toronto versus Bundy's got some niche to it. But again, with all these totals, Milwaukee is in a great spot versus Stephen Brault. You can definitely make an argument there. Oakland versus Kikuchi is very sneaky nice. I do like Baltimore if it's either Aaron Sanchez or Marcus Stroman. If it's Aaron Sanchez, I like Baltimore even more than we talked about. So keep that in mind as the day goes on. That's why you need to be in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat or the TQE member Discord. We all talk about stuff. It's not just me. Like Those guys talk all day long. And then I jump in when I have times throughout my day. So it's a very, very good tool to be a part of. BVP. On this 13-game slate, Colin Moran, 3-for-10, two doubles and a homer off of Davies. Adam Frazier, 7-for-17, two doubles and a triple. In my barrage, I forgot Adam Frazier. That's why I love doing BVP, because I remember names. Frazier's been in fuego, so keep an eye on him at second base. Very good option there, especially if you're stacking Pittsburgh. They are a very good stack tonight. Didn't even, you know, They have a team total of 4.95, so very good stack with Pittsburgh tonight. You can game stack Pittsburgh-Milwaukee fireworks the day after the fourth. Marte's 10-for-23, two doubles. Off of Zach Davies. So lots to like there. They're hitting 288 as a team off of Davies. Yellick 4 for 9 with a double and a homer. Mustak is 3 for 9 with a double and a homer. Aguilar's taken to Steven Brault deep. Justin Smoke 5 for 17. Two doubles and a homer off Bundy. And mention how cheap Smoke is. 3,700. Uh, Chris Davis of the Orioles. 8 for 24. Two doubles and four home runs off Aaron Sanchez. That could be uber savings. Uber savings if you want to play Chris Davis. Because 
I'll slide on down here and see if I can find them for you. It might take me. Uh, Nate Lowe of Tampa Bay is 2800 bucks. if you want to get weird there, by the way. And then Chris Davis is 2600 for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So that's two super cheap first basemen if you want to get really weird. I don't think you need to get that weird tonight, but hey, more power to you. Joey Wendell's three for eight with a double off Tanaka. Arnaud, Meadows, Pham, Zunino, Kiermaier have all taken Tanaka deep. Michael Conforto, six for 14, three homers off Vinny V. I told you I kind of liked uh, Conforto tonight. Bryce Harper, 10 for 31, two doubles, two homers off of Jacob DeGrom. That's pretty good off a very good pitcher. Something to keep in mind. Brett Anderson, four for 13 with a homer off Teheron. Granderson's got three homers by hitting a buck 86 off Teheron. Albert Pujols, two homers. Trout, two homers. Luke Roy, three homers. Fletcher, a homer off Justin Verlander. Cattell Marte, 6 for 12, a double and a triple off Sensatella. Nick Ahmed, 7 for 16 with a triple. Escobar, Peralta, both taking Sensatella deep. Some good stuff there at Arizona. Trevor Story, the ownership of Zach Granke, 12 for 41, two doubles and five homers. Daniel Murphy, 7 for 20 with a homer. Uh, Arenado, 20 for 78 doubles and a homer. Good stuff there with Colorado. Muncy's taking Lauer deep. Franmo Reyes, 5 for 9, two doubles, two homers off of Kershaw. Machado, 3 for 6, two homers. Hosmer, 8 for 20, a double and a homer. Kinsler's taking him deep. Some sneaky GPP possibility there. Kyle Seeger, 5 for 15 with a double off Brett Anderson. Crush Davis, Kana, Olsen, Chapman have all taken Kikuchi deep in a small sample, obviously. Goldschmidt, 6 for 12, three doubles and a homer off Pomeranz. Last but not least, the Sheets, your projected top value bats. Danny Jansen, Longo, Gurriel, Yuli Gurriel, Nunez, Vasquez, Austin Slater, Matt Wieters, Chancisco, Rafael, Devers. But when it comes to the pitching, this is the one that intrigues me. Top projected value plays. Stephen Brault, surprisingly. That one did not check my radar. But Jacob DeGrand, Drew Pomeranz, Dakota Hudson, uh, Yamamoto, and Eduardo Rodriguez. So a couple names we like right there to keep in mind. All right, everybody. That'll do it on the Friday edition of Quick Hits. 13-game slate on the agenda. Again, check us out. FantasySportsDegens.com. At FantasyDegens on Twitter. And if you want to get the Slack chat, just let us know. Otherwise, go to TheQuantEdge.com. Uh, and use promo code Bubba to get you the packages you need there to get set up for the rest of the baseball season, football season coming up. Some big stuff getting announced next week, so keep all of that in mind. It should be a ton of fun getting ready for the football season over at thequantage.com. They crushed it last year. They're going to do even better this year, which is pretty darn crazy to think about. But everybody has a great weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. As this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, July 5th edition. I'm out.